And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rexy Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. Well, it's been an interesting week, kids. It really has. First, let me apologize for being late, because believe it or not, this time it's solely my fault. Um, I just... That's not your fault. What are you talking about? You're right. For the first time in almost two years, kids, I have Rebecca... And Aaron telling me, come on, let's podcast, let's podcast. And I'm like, oh, I'm sleepy. And yeah. That's- Wake up, old man. No. So <clears throat> it is 1 o'clock in the morning. I've had a total of four monsters in the 24-hour period. Um, countless sodas. So I, I have enough to, to keep me going. We, well, we need to... If all else fails, break out the coffee. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. A uh, little bit of housekeeping before we start. I want to thank everybody who did the hashtag Canadian Deliverance. It just exploded. And we sit here and we talked about it. No, you said we need to copyright it because somebody was going to steal that idea. You were seeing the potential more than I was seeing the potential. <laughs> I just seen the potential of, oh, this is a good podcast. I just know that we have really bad luck about shit, so... If we did do something good, someone's going to steal it. So, because of the response, the overwhelming response, I'm writing a script, Canadian Deliverance, and where it is in the story is the husband and wife are now inside the house. That's where it's at. And it's already, it's it's gruesome. It, it's just gruesome. And it's going to continue to get more so. And I'm enjoying it. And I'm looking at some potential investors. I think that we can make this movie very cheap. Um, we've even already got the lead for the father, the American father. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Aaron has agreed as of today. In fact, he said that he would be the Canadian brother. So I, I, I just felt that way because I think it would be easier for me to have somebody that's new in front of the camera say, okay, you go here, you do this, you turn this, you know, you, you, I tell you what to do, you do it without much of, well, what if, what is my motivation? You know, what if I turn this way? What if I elaborate on this word? You know, as far as like a new actor, that's kind of where my head is. I need, you know, He's gonna follow what I tell him to do. Yeah. So and I'm an improv. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'm. I'm gonna improv because I'm gonna look like a crazy bastard. <laughs> Come out, boy. <laughs> and I'm staying true to the two podcasts that we did. Um. So, for the most part, if you listen to the two podcasts, you know what's gonna happen in the movie. But it is happening. I've put. That's not necessarily true. I'm still working on at this door, 
but because we have a, a blueprint mm-hmm. of what we're calling um, the mongers. And you can go ahead and try kids, but I've already snatched up the mongers at Facebook and the mongers at Twitter. And I bought the mongersmovie.com. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> so, yeah. the money. I've already purchased those things. So <clears throat> this is going to happen. I don't. If I have to get a group of unknowns and film the motherfucker with my iPhone, it will happen. I don't care. It's going to happen. I'm thinking in my head some, some potential improv lines while you're talking <laughs> about that, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to put some gravy on your poutine. It's like, what? What? <laughs> I'm not sure if I should go French-Canadian or go classic hillbilly-esque Canadian. What do you want? Oh. Um, it what t- are you talking about? I'm like an Irish Canadian person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's it's taking place at um, British BC, British Columbia, and um, a lot of Irish people actually live there. So, but, uh, just saying. That doesn't mean anything. Just stop. What are you talking about? In fact, <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> Rob and Mike are taking the the script. Because, you know, we need to, like, Skype them so we can kind of, like, brainstorm. Yeah. Well, what they're going to do is they're taking the script, and, and people may not realize this, but they're they're very conscious of the words that they say during the podcast. Because um, they listen to that shit. Right. <laughs> well, that, and they realize that there's probably more of an American following than a Canadian following for yeah. their, their movie Madhouse. So... That's like uh, epic meal time. Yes. <laughs> so it's... They they pronunciate their words to follow suit mm-hmm. for American listeners, but uh, I love Canadian accents. It's 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 silly, but it's awesome. I think it's silly. But what they're, what they're going to do is they're going <laughs> to read through the script. They're going to record it, and they're just going to read through it in regular tongue. Yeah. So whatever accents that come through. Mm-hmm. Then I can play it back and I can incorporate it into the dialogue. I'm actually going to write the the accent into the dialogue. You're going to do it like uh, Wikipedia and shit. You're going to have the bing, 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 and then the ad, like the the adverb and like the adjective and how you use it in a sentence with the, all the <laughs> I don't fucking think... crazy accent marks and the upside down e's and parentheses with the lines and shit. <laughs> He's going to get all technical. He don't give a fuck. No. Well, like. The the main thing that I've used so far, I think I've used it like three times yeah. in 20 pages, is I've used house, which for them, they they don't pronounce ow, they pronounce oo. So O-U, O-U is not house, it's hoos. Let me bring you back to my hoos. You still sound Irish. Hey, hey, <laughs> I'm getting there. I think we're going to go the hillbilly... We're going to have to go down, go up, I mean, <laughs> go go up to, uh, what, is Ontario in B.C.? No. No? What's in B.C.? What is Ontario? Is Va- Vancouver? Ontario, B.C., British Columbia. Is it in? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. 
What about Waterloo? Yeah, look this up really fast. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and look it up. I think Waterloo's in BC. Well, anyway, what were you thinking? Oh, no, I was just saying that we should, like... Go on a vacation? I wish. We have to have passports. I know. Well, <clears throat> their CK Cosplay 2015. Yeah. Uh, the event starts May 8th of 2015. And everybody, you know, up there, like, you know, come on up, come on up. And I'm like, well, it is my birthday, technically. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's an, a lot, a lot of people go to uh, expos in Canada. A lot of people. There's a huge following out there. Well, CK um, is 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 done through the what is it X JX3, mm-hmm. which is. Um, Rob, and I think Ontario is actually its own province. Is it? Is it? I don't know anything about the Canada map. Let me look at the Canada map. So, but yeah, they're they're the ones that are, are throwing the CK cosplay event. <laughs> I want to like, I w- if I ever go to Canada, the first place I want to go to is Monster Cat headquarters. Yeah, I know. That's that's your thing. Mm-hmm. I want to meet everybody. Huh? I said, how do I tell? It says, there's Quebec. 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 Manitoba. Ontario. Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. Alberta. Oh, no, it's not the same. Alberta. Ontario's, like, on the complete right side, almost. And then British Columbia's on the complete left side. Underneath the Yukon. Ah, okay, okay. So, okay. Nobody goes to the Yukon. <laughs> no, it's like, seriously, like, it's all ice out there. That's all I know about Canada. Nobody goes to the Yukon. So, let's see. Other than that, um, I did the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. And he didn't nominate me. Go figure. I was pissed. I wanted to see Aaron suffer. See... I didn't think you would want to be nominated. Yeah, right. Even if you didn't want to be nominated, do it anyways. Just to be an asshole. He's all Come trying on. to be nice. He's like, I want to be nice. Like, no. Fuck that. Okay, then my... Well, since one of my nominations was kind of a, a crappy cop-out, then my new nomination is to Aaron Illich. There you go. So now all he's right. got to do it. It's official. <laughs> because, um... I'm a polo Batista. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, we're going to get a trash can. We're going to fill it full of ice water, make him get inside of it, and then we're going to pour a bucket of ice over his head. I could do that. Damn. Exactly. But, uh, because, what do you think? Um, how big do you think that bucket was that I used today? It's pretty big. It's, what, about? Better than most people use. Four gallons? <laughs> and it, it was funny because it, it you could fill it. Once that water, all that water, the weight of the water hit the back of my head, I was like, literally, you could see my head go forward. From yeah, there. I thought you were going to fall off the stool. I was like, oh, shit. It hit pretty hard. The first video I seen of when you guys were trying to get everything situated, it made me laugh because Cody was in the background drinking the water. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, only Cody. I didn't even notice that. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah, I was, I was watching Zoe walk around. And then you're, you're. I like how you pay attention to the most stupidest things. Like, 
I can just stare off into the distance. What's in the background? What's happening? The, and it's in this video right now? Uh-uh. Oh, the first one? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, because we had to do two takes. The first time I... Because he's like... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I totally got tongue-tied. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was like, wait, ah, shit. He's like, hold on. And then I was going to go... I was going into the nominations. You can see, as I was getting ready to nominate, all my nominations that I had in my head just went... <laughs> I'm like, uh, fuck, who was I going to nominate? But yeah, that was, it was, all in all, it was a lot less, mm, it wasn't that bad. I think the worst part is, as soon as I got wet, the wind kicked up. And that was the worst part. Oh, too bad you weren't shirtless. You would have because I was walking around, I was going. Um, another thing is, and we kind of mentioned this last. Um, let's see, we're in episode eighty-eight. So episode eighty-six, you know, we talked about you and Rebecca moving in, and one of the things that I think has changed tremendously, and I think maybe that's why I've lost some weight, is just. In not fact, not all the time. Yeah, well, that and, and it just the the food. I, I don't know. It just seems stress. Stress makes you gain weight. Yeah, yeah. It just seems different. I don't know. It's because it all like, the weight that you're losing. Because it doesn't like my cooking. What <laughs> said? Mean? All the weight you're losing, I'm getting. She <laughs> doesn't like my cooking. No, everything that I've eaten of yours has been good. I know. I'm just kidding. In fact, we're going to go and, and do some shopping. I know listeners are like, we don't give a fuck about your shopping, dude. You should. Let's hear about some animal fucking. There's a scene, right? Well, here. I have a story for that later. Anyway. You really? Yeah. I showed you the cat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's time. <laughs> um, actually, one of the things I wanted to talk about this week is because it was episode 88, and for some reason, um, our, our mom came over and she kept saying 1988, 1988, so that kind of stuck in my head. So, I was thinking, what, you know, what, what went on in 1988? I mean, Rebecca, Rebecca was born, yeah, I yeah. know. Well, but, Mermaid came out. Little Mermaid? <laughs> yeah. Le- so let so I like to chop and to solve little fish. First, I cut off the heads and then I pull out the bones. You didn't think I knew this? Song, did you? <laughs> it's funny because she, every time that comes on, she starts singing it too. It's catchy. I always hated that part though when I was little. Like. It made me like cry a few times. I remember this. I'm oh like the God. poor, poor Sebastian. Yeah, he's gonna get boiled. He's it. He's over there. No, it's and that, the and that French. No, that French guy was creepy. This big old eyes. You know the funny thing is, is when I think Little Mermaid and I think back to 1988, there was two people in our family, and I'm gonna tell them, tell you who they are. But <clears throat> I always found it amusing because. It was a father and son. It was Mike and Dean. And they would This sit. cannot end well, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. But they would sit and they'd, they'd 
have like these father son moments talking about how hot Ariel was. Oh, oh my God. God. I knew this wouldn't end well. And I just remember, and mind you, okay, in 1988, I was 11 years old. And even at 11 years old, I was like, uh, oh, yeah, she's a pretty that big girl. What? <laughs> what the wow. fuck are you talking about? She's like you know 12. Why, now you know why they're having that conversation? Because crack was invented in 1988. I'm not kidding. Really? Crack came out in 88? It says, what happened in 1988? It says, U.S. It says, a new drug, crack, appears, a derivative of cocaine. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> you know when you said that? You know what popped into my head? A new enemy appears from Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's like a crack pipe. That's the why they're sitting there talking about how hot she was. They had smoking that new thing called crack. And it was just like, you, you do realize that this is a drawing, right? Multiple drawings. A 14-year-old can... drawing. She's like 14. Oh, she's 14. Pedophilic thoughts of inanimate people well, with that Mike, are made of pix- well, pixels. With Mike, it was, it was different. Well, he was young. But... Because, well, he was younger than me, so what, he was like 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I was born in 77, he was born in 78. So, yeah, he, he was 10, but that was his first, uh, his first crush. And that <laughs> shit used to drive me nuts. Because he would talk and talk and talk about a fictitious character <laughs> and molesting it. I'm sure. Probably. I was like, I want to see what's underneath the shells. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, really? I didn't know about crack. That yeah. That, crack was came out in 1988. That explains a lot, actually. Yeah, it does. It makes sense now. Every everything to do with Dean makes sense now. <laughs> When it all turned sour. Um, let's see. What else in 88? 88 was... I had been in comic books for one year. I was introduced in, to the X-Men in 1987. Oh, so, shit. So I had been um, introduced to X-Men. And for some reason, I remember I um, the X-Men were had disappeared. So... Professor Xavier had found these mutants on Mirror Island and, and made them like temporary X-Men. And I don't know why I remember that, but I, I do. Probably because you were into it. Here's another random oh. fact for 1988. Okay. It says, in Palmdale, California, the first prototype B-2 Spirit Stealth Bomber is revealed. Really? Yep. That's pretty cool, actually. I like that. I like weapons. Weapons what? make me happy. Says war on drugs. U.S. President Ronald Reagan signs a bill providing the death penalty for drug traffickers. Yeah, I remember that. Do they not do that anymore? No. <sighs> no wonder our economy is such shit. Oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. So, what else was there? Wu Tang. No. Oh. Wu Ting oh. wasn't until later. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh. like the Rizza. Oh. Well, anyway. check this. Was it 1989 <laughs> or 1988 that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie came out? I think it was 88, but hold on. Because I remember, um, again, Mike and I, back in the day, Mike, we used to be like thick as these. And um, this was prior to Rebecca trying to cut my hand off. 
That was <laughs> in 90... She said, I'm Leonardo. <laughs> 92, I believe, uh, is when she tried to cut my finger off. And then this poor seed got sucked into a a life that would no longer be... No. But I remember we went and seen the... The, the the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I think that was the one that had Vanilla Ice. And he's doing the dance, you know. Go turtles, go turtles, go. Go turtles, go turtles, go. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find this. It's hard when everything's like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. Oh, yeah. 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 Speaking of which, your mom went off and seen that. And didn't tell anybody until the last second. Oh, yeah, I've seen Ninja Turtles. It's pretty good. I liked it. Well, we've seen the first five minutes of it. That's true, but mm-hmm. doesn't change the fact. Uh, it came out in 1990. Did it? Mm-hmm. The movie did? Mm-hmm. What about the cartoon? The cartoon? Yeah. I know the cartoon because um, for my birthday, Mom had got me the shitter, and I don't remember what it was called, but essentially... 1987. 87? Yeah. Okay. So, essentially what it was is it was a toilet, and it was on this, like, plateau, and then it came down and it had legs. And you put a, a good guy underneath it and you pour the ooze through the toilet. And then the ooze would come out of the toilet and plop on the... That's funny. <laughs> the, the, you know, the good guy. Oh, that's funny. Um, uh, yeah. I was... I never... Maybe, I don't know. But I never had the the turtle, the whole collection of them. I always missed some of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Never had Shredder either. Uh, let's see. What else was there in 88? Not me. I wasn't in 88. He was still semen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, know I know what your dad was doing in 88. Getting something in the ass. <laughs> um, I'm not joking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> I remember, and that was the funny thing. And I, I'm sure. Have we ever talked about you trying to cut my finger off on? I don't on air? No, no. I don't think so. Um, Rebecca was like two years old, and I was a big Ninja Turtle fan. So she was two. I was thirteen. And my favorite turtle was Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I've always gravitated towards that the leader, you know, the Yeah. Anyway, he had the katanas. Yeah. Well, Beck was like I said 2 years old and she I always thought that Donatello was the leader though. No, the one with the blue was the leader. Okay. Michelangelo? No. That's like that's Leonardo. Oh. Donatello is the one with the purple. Oh, okay. And, yeah. There was, uh. The red one's Raphael. Yeah, Raphael. Yeah. Orange was Michael. Orange was Michael. Yeah, that was my favorite. And no, then... it wasn't Leonardo, it was my favorite. Purple. Purple, Purple was Donatello. Donatello. Oh. Orange. No. Orange is, orange is Blue. Michelangelo. Blue is Leonardo. Blue. Red is Raphael. I don't know. So anyway, um. The painters. She had a knife. And it was serrated. <laughs> and she was just swinging it around. You know, she was just playing. She wasn't hurting. She wasn't trying to set out to hurt anybody. She was just being a baby. And I went to go and 
grabbed the knife from her hand, I was reaching for the blade, but I had grabbed part of the handle, but these last three fingers were still on the blade. And as soon as she realized that I was going to take it from her, she ripped back. And I opened my hand, and there was literally like a puddle of blood. And my finger, this part of the finger, was starting to hang off. All right. <laughs> I was like, oh. I think that was kind of like the end of when I, I stopped liking the turtles. <laughs> and thus, the Yotnam was born. <laughs> Let's see. That was in 19... 1990? No, Yotnam would happen seven years later. Real fast, back to the whole 1988 thing. Uh Uh-huh. I have to read you something that's factually fast. Okay. For the quotes... Did you know that that Nike's Just Do It thing came out in 1988? Really? Yep. And that the Visa thing (laughs) came out in 1988, where you want to be or whatever. Uh-huh. And Jessica Rabbit came out in 1988. Ah, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. We went to the, the drive-in theater down in Loma Linda to see who framed Roger Rabbit. What, what? Apparently, back in the 80s, they had Time Magazine's Planet of the Year. Planet of the Year? And really? the planet of the year that year was the endangered Earth. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then I like this one, The Scandals. Because you know how, like, Dean's like, Please, Debbie, don't turn off the cable. I need my Jimmy Swaggered, right? Yeah. Oh, the the prostitute scandal was in the tele- Yeah, television evangelist Jimmy Swaggered was pro- was photographed in a series of hookups with prostitutes. Male and female. Really? Mm-hmm. You're lying. If memory serves me correctly. Or was that Pat Boone? One of the two. Snapple lemon flavored tea came out in 88. You know, uh, Eddie Murphy got caught trafficking trainees. Do what? Eddie oh, Murphy. Yeah. Got caught trafficking with trainees. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. And then in 88, this, that was the first year that CDs had ever outsold vinyl records. Was 88. And the cost of a Super Bowl ad in 1988 was $645,000. That was a lot of money back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The films back then were Rain Man. That was the best film of the year. That's still wait, wait, wait. What year did uh, Eddie Murphy Rock came up, come out? I don't know. Was that the but 90s? The second film oh. was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Third was Coming to America. Four was Big. <laughs> Speaking of Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Five really. was Twins. Six was Crocodile Dundee 2. Seven was Die Hard. Eight was The Naked Gun. Nine, Cocktail. And ten, Beetlejuice. 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 I love that movie. <laughs> That's still a good movie to this day. I like it. You know, they're they're working on a sequel. Really? As of right now, they're yeah. working on a sequel. I, didn't know I read that. about that. Yeah. But it's it's supposed to be like Beetlejuice in Hawaii or some weird shit like that. That would make sense. And these songs, <laughs> man. But that, that, that's when Faith came out. The from George Michael. Oh, gotta have faith. Yeah. They put no more bananas in the bed. What? What? <laughs> so I guess the eight eighty eight wasn't that bad. I had some good stuff happen the year I was born. I thought 88 was a fairly good year um, as a little boy. I don't even want to check my year because it's like probably when all the drugs came out. <laughs> what I year were you born? 93. 1993. Let's see. Uh... 
Get up on the phone. <laughs> He's all trying to figure out what happened that year. Yeah, well, I was 16. I remember that. Didn't you, like... You guys met when you were 17, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you were dating when you were 16. Oh, let's see. Let me think about this. Ain't no more bananas in the Actually, I was I was seventeen going on eighteen. We met in January of nineteen ninety five, so I was almost eighteen. Okay, okay. Yep. Ooh, ooh you, there's some good effort. He adds. Sorry. As do I. The the quotes of that year were "Got milk" and "The truth is out there." <laughs> oh, really? From X Files, yeah. Uh, this. <laughs> The movies were, there's some good movies. Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Mrs. Doubtfire, The Fugitive, The Firm, Sleepless in Seattle, Indecent Proposal, and The Line of Fire, The Pelican Brief, Schindler's List, and Cliffhanger. Yeah, those are some good movies. Except Cliffhanger, that sucked. Yeah. That movie just sucked. The top song was I Will Always Love You. From the Bodyguard soundtrack. And the second top song was A Whole New World from Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know, I don't think I've actually ever seen that. Really? Aladdin? All the way through. I think I've seen it, you know, bits and pieces. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. 
or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. You know what disgusts me? Like, this makes me feel so old. Because the song, um, I was five, but that song from Mariah Carey, um, Dream Lover, I remember when that, that video aired for the first time. I have the memory of that, when it came on MTV, like, the premiere of it. Really? Yes. And that what was, that was 93? Yeah. Really? It came on MTV for the very first time, and I, like, knew that whole song by heart forever. <laughs> And then I remember, like, the next year was the first time I ever got a CD when I was six years old, and I got that CD. And he was one years old, and I was listening to CDs. It's horrible. I was listening to tapes when I was ten. No, I'm serious. Well, we had tape players and stuff, but, like, I got, I finally, like, my, had my mom and dad break down buying a CD, and I was like, I have to have one. Everybody else has one. But it had a tape player in it. Not me. It was I was a like... Box. I got my mom's it's like purple and silver. <laughs> I remember this. Mom had one of those big ass fucking leather suitcases, like probably four hundred dollars, and uh, she fucking she had it full, full of tapes, almost so full that you couldn't close it. <coughs> it was that full of tapes, and I would take her tapes and I would uh I would do the little ghetto jizz with it. The ghetto jizz. Yeah. Rewind it up. Rewind it up. And you put the little pieces of paper in it, and then you can record whatever you want over oh, yeah. the tape. Yeah. She killed you when you did that? She couldn't find out. Because I kept the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that. Used, what happened? I used to record, like, songs off the radio on tapes. Mm-hmm. She, she had, like, s- oh, yeah. She had, like, so many copies of, like, The Cure, Black Flag, Stone Temple Pilots. The Cure. My gay ex-boyfriend loved The Cure. Was he in love with the singer? Yeah, that was his man. <sighs> if I ever met him, I don't know. I would probably just cry. <sighs> My life would be complete. Like honestly, if I was a woman, I would marry him. No straight man says that shit to somebody they're dating <laughs> ever. Hold me. I just can't stop thinking about him. <laughs> I'm like, oh Jesus, Lord, help me now. Why didn't you just like? I did eventually. I realized how I. I... I was in denial that he was gay at first, but then, it, like, I realized, like, you know, he's gay. I've noticed this about a lot of your relationships. Somebody ends up being gay, or somebody ends up being total retard. I'm an asshole. At least, at least I can say that for myself. I am an asshole. And it's funny because Kevin makes me laugh sometimes. Or Devin, Devin, <laughs> David, <laughs> David, Kevin. You never call him David. Please don't start okay. Kevin or Devin as he goes by now. <laughs>
<laughs> that was good. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Don't make a mockery of me. Anyway. Uh, it makes me laugh sometimes because... <laughs> I can't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me laugh because he tells me, he's like, I, I don't know how you do it. I was like, should... should, What should I say to him? Should I just like... He's like, I'm too lenient. Well, that should put you in charge of shit because you, you tell people how it is. I'm like, I... I don't give a fuck about what people think. <laughs> he really doesn't. I don't. That's why he gets beat up by me multiple <laughs> times a day. Yeah. Um, at least you know I'll never cheat on you. Why? Because I'd kill you? No. Because I tell you everything. It's true. That doesn't mean you wouldn't cheat on me. It means you'd tell me about it and then I'd kill you. Why would I do it? Because I don't want to tell you about it. And I have no intentions of doing that. <laughs> Wait. Oh, he's been thinking about it. No. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, yes. I had to make sure here. January 1st, 1988. Oh, Pontiac, no. <laughs> Pontiac, Michigan, Silverdome. In 1988. WrestleMania 1. No. No. Damn it. I was close. WrestleMania 3. 3. Mm. That's when Hulk Hogan beat Andre the Giant. Oh, okay. And he slammed him. That was that was a great day for all of wrestling. I get so depressed when I think about wrestling because, like, I'm the type of person, like, I was... You want to believe no, it's no, real. No. I did believe it was real when I was little. I loved wrestling. Everybody you did. You know that. Oh, and yeah. you grow up and you realize, you're like, wait but a second. But, like, not even that. Like, I loved the people, the wrestlers, so much that I could never adapt to the new wrestlers. No. Their personalities, man. Well, so, like Kevin, he followed wrestling for a long time, but it was like I, like I loved the wrestlers they yeah. had, like back then. Right. And as time went on, I was like, oh yeah, all right. But it was like I could never get into it, even as, like, as even when I was still young, because yeah. I was so in love with the old wrestlers. I see, and I think that's, that's how I am too. Yeah, I think that's why I went to WCW mm. after Hulk Hogan went over WCW, and then all the old school nineteen nineteen eighty three to. 1990 wrestlers started going over WCW. That's mm-hmm. why I went over there. Because that was kind of, like, I missed the whole Attitude Era. You know, Stone Cold and all that shit. Yeah. Never watched a single episode. Didn't care. Didn't like the Attitude Era. It wasn't my thing. Me either. Uh, um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I was just sitting here looking at this. Um, like, And I know you, you're not going to know these names, but Dino Bravo, who's actually Canadian, he beat S.D. Jones. I actually remember that match. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Danny Davis. Danny Davis used to be a referee who turned bad. And he wrestled Sam Houston. Can you tell where Sam Houston is? In Texas. Yeah, just from... Texas. <laughs> well, think Alamo. Sam Houston. <laughs> <laughs> that was his skit. The one of the greatest tag teams ever to face this uh, to walk the face of this planet, Davy Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kids, the British Bulldogs. They defeated the Conquistadors. Le Conquistadors. I remember them actually. British yeah. Bulldogs. Yes, they were good too. There was only one other. Um, that was when people actually got hurt wrestling back then. Yeah, because that shit was so looked so real that there was actual real danger to it. Yeah. Tito Santana. 
Do you remember that? Do you remember him? Uh-uh. I remember him, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> Think about Randy. There's nothing but letters and photos, Tito. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. That's the Tito oh, Santana. Okay. Um, let's see. He beat Brett the Hitman Hart. The one man game defeated George the Animal Steel via disqualification. I still love Brett the Hitman. That was my man. Brett Hart is so popular still to this day. And Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Those are my two yep. favorites. And Hulk. Bam Bam Big Blue. I know who that is, mm-hmm. too. He beat King Kong Bundy. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, which I actually met, which is funny. Let me just jump off on that real fast. You know, growing up, you've seen these guys, you know, and I hated the Million Dollar Man because that was like Hulk Hogan's arch enemy. And, yeah. And as a little boy, you've seen Hulk Hogan. He's, he looks like this big-ass giant. And then, of course, nobody's going to beat Hulkamania, brother. And then the Million Dollar Man, which has to be almost as physical dominant to Hulk Hogan. You know, and you, you see these, like, giants on TV, and that's kind of what imprints in your mind. Yeah. But when you walk up to them, you know, years later, and you are you are more physically intimidating than them, it's kind of like... You're like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just one of those random thoughts. But, yeah, he, he was actually really nice, though. But I was like, I thought you were bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Let's see. Randy, Macho Man Savage, wins his first title, beating the Hunky Tonk Man mm-hmm. for the Intercontinental Beating Dean? Mm-hmm. Oh, he hated when my dad called him that. The Hunky Tonk Man? Yeah. <laughs> you call him Hunky Tonk, but don't be Tonk. He'd get like all cracked out on crack or like drinking. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, I just, I hate that. Why does he call me that? <clears throat> it's better than me called Porch Honky. It's true. Let's see. Which he is a Porch Honky. Hulk Hogan beat the one man game in a record breaking. Now, this is funny. Now, think the quickest match in 1988. This was the quickest match in the history of professional wrestling. He beat the one-man game to beat the record, the world record for quickest match at 12 minutes and 16 seconds. That's the quickest match? That was the quickest wrestling match Dang. ever. Nowadays, they're like, get in the ring. One, two, three. You're done. Ding, ding, ding. Back it, then, there was actually, like, effort. Yeah. I know. And they consider that was fast. A lot of it now is dramatized. Duh. You can only tell. Yeah, it's like... I said that. I liked it back when people really got hurt. You it's, know? Not a, it's not a TV show. It's meant to be brutalities for the sake of brutality. That's what wrestling was. <laughs> I like UFC better. Yeah. Because they really beat the crap out of each other. Then later that year, the record was broken again by Brutus Beefcake, hmm. who pinned... He's like a bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> His, he was, Uncle Dean. We should get one and name it that. He was named Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He pinned Greg the Hammer Valentine for a new world record of 4 minutes and 43 seconds. Ooh. Good. Damn. Uh, let's see. Randy Savage came into a quick second 
when he won via disqualification at 6 minutes 16 seconds. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm reminiscing, sorry. <laughs> That's when, to me... <coughs> Everything know, was right in the world. It was, oh my god, it was, you know? It was just... <coughs> the planets were aligned, the moon was blue, the tides were calm. Oh, do me one more favor. Check X-Men, Pride of the X-Men. What year did that come out? I think it came out in 88 as well. I can't remember. How that. did you... I don't think we've ever talked about this. How did you stumble upon your X-Men one? You bought it from somebody. The year you were born? Really? That's funny. Yep. You bought it from someone? <clears throat> um... What was it? The, pro, the the show? It was called X Men. TV show, right? X Men Pride of the X Men. It was a it was a one shot. Um, I I don't remember the the details of it, but I know it was from um, it was like a, um, a hobby shop. Nineteen eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay, so it came up September sixteenth. Our anniversary of when we met. When we met. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good omen. <laughs> That's a good omen. Um, anyway, he didn't know what he had. He only wanted a hundred bucks for it. And I talked my mom into for my sixteenth birthday, nineteen ninety three. Um, I talked her into purchasing it for a hundred bucks. That's funny. And I've had it since. Nineteen days later, I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's awesome. How much time do we have left? Uh, probably like nine, ten minutes left. Okay, I want to talk about Loot Crate because you want to talk about it. Yes, yes. Um, one of the things that I've been interested in, and thank you for directing me back on that because I did want to talk about that. It's worth it, 100%. Now, it's called LootCrate.com. And you pay, so, yeah. and you pay how much a month? Thirteen thirty-seven. Thirteen thirty-seven plus it, tax. And they send you cool shit. Yeah, yes. it's like a geek, geek, geek slash package. gamer, yeah, slash little package. Now, is it like everything that you've received? And I, you know, have you been pleased with everything that you've? Well, received? I've only gotten one so far because my last one I got lost uh-huh. in the post office, which are going to be resending it out. But I, I couldn't wait, so I had to look it up online, and I'm pretty happy with what's in it. But uh, the first one I got, I really liked. It was because uh, they have themes. Every month is a different theme. Like one month was adventure, and it was all adventure time stuff. One mm-hmm. month was um, Titan, uh-huh. and it had like um, Attack on Titan in there, which is an anime. It Titan had Teen Titans, Titanfall, which is a video game yeah. themed in there. Um, what was the other one I was talking about? Villains. No, no, that's the one we got. We got the okay. one villains. It had. A Joker Loki smash up t shirt. Yes, I've seen that. That was awesome. Yeah. Had uh, Deadpool socks in there. Which were awesome as well. Had a Joker and Harley Quinn um, poster, two posters in there. What else did they have? Had a co- oh, Racket, Racket, little Rocket, Rocket, Rocket Raccoon. Raccoon. Loot Crate exclusive comic yeah, book. Yeah, comic book. If you only get from Loot Crate. Did you read it or did you just put it up? I put it up. He put, put it up for now. It's still in there though. Yeah. Um, What else did it have in there? Oh, it uh, had a Darth Vader keychain. Yeah. Um, it had a Bowser magnet. What else? It comes with a 
every month comes with a little pin too. Oh yeah, every month you get a pin, and then you get like a oh yeah, it has to have like a game or soundtrack or something in there. Oh yeah, it was uh the origin of villains, DC villains. Yeah, it was the DVD. Oh DVD, yeah. yeah. And then um, this month was Heroes to follow up with villains, and it has a Funko Pop. Which I like them. I have a we have a Joker one, and they're really cute. They have all kinds of different characters from anything you can think of. Yeah, even My Little Pony, everything. Yes, well, yes, though, isn't that the ones that made the Stan Lee? Yeah, one? yeah. Okay. Sharknado, that thing I showed you. Don't get me started on Sharknado. <laughs> this um, for the Heroes one, it had a. Loot Crate exclusive glow in the dark Groot Funko Pop action figure thing. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. It has a um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle little figurine of Raphael in there. It has. Would have been better if it was Leonardo. Yeah, I know. It has. a pair of Ninja Turtle bandana sunglasses, which I am so excited about. <laughs> what else did I say had in there? Sonic. Oh, the Sonic wings. They have them for your shoes. They go through your shoelaces mm-hmm. and they lay on like on Converse. They look badass. Um, they have the little magazine thing that comes with every month. They have yes. the button. And I think it has some stickers or something. Can't remember. They always have little extra things in there. Oh, and it has a whole bunch of digital free games to download. There's a little code in there for it. Oh, really? It PC with, game? Yes. They have to do okay. heroes, like different hero games for free. But the cool thing is, every month they pick one person to get the super the mega crate. The mega crate. Uh huh. And it has like five or six hundred stuff in there. Remember, I was telling you actually, they uh, they get TV. Me, was yeah, it? it was like a TV. Let me. Uh, I just want to look up once so I can give you okay. an idea. Okay. Okay, well, it gave you, uh, like a TV, um, a voice recognition, uh, massage thing or some shit. Um, it gave you, uh, a game and some other stuff. It, it was like the TV itself was, uh, 60 inch Toshua, uh, LED flat screen. Nice. Yeah. And it was a smart TV on top of that, so. That right there tells you, like, you definitely get what you pay for. Just from the stuff that we mentioned on in, right now, she, you know, 1337 plus tax, all that shit. The Funko Pop figurines, you know how much they're worth by themselves? About $25. Really? Yes. So what is it? Are they, like, buying in bulk? Is that what it is? They, whoever has a subscription, they buy per person? Yeah. So, like, they fit, you know, what... Whatever everybody has, plus they buy extras in case, you know, they have to, in our circumstance, they have to reship, you know, the lost right. items. Right. To uh, compensate for that. That way they don't, you know, they don't get a bad rap. You know, somebody seen that box and they're like, ooh, I'm taking that shit home. Probably. Like, oh, it, it, there was Here, an error. Here's one of the, um, Mega Crates. The Mega Crates. This is the last, no, this is for May. Mm-hmm. It had a Parrot AR drone. An iPod Touch, a Zelda Link figurine, a big one, Finn sword, or like a life-size Finn sword, Minecraft pick and pick and sword, Minecraft torch, and much more. There's like bags in here. There's books about Legend of Zelda, all kinds of stuff. But that's only one person though. One person, one person. per month gets that. Um, April has games, Vanguard, Gunner, Optics, glasses. Astro Scout backpack and Astro oh. 550 headset. Uh, that's another Scout thing. Scout backpack's like a laptop. 
I'm yeah, see it. that's another thing I I, I didn't mention. It has five Game of Fro- Game of Thrones figurines. The uh, I've never watched the, the villains one. The Mega Crate had a pair of Astro A40 headset on there too. With it, so and those are about three hundred fifty dollars. And then the March, really. their March one, they have a Titanfall collector set, Titanfall strategy guide, Attack on Titan backpack, Yoshi 3DS XL, and Amazon Kindle HD. Wow, wow. that. A lot of money right there. I yeah. looked it up because your mom was actually looking, you know, before she bought her uh, her tablet. She was like, she's like, what, what kind of tablets are out there? But anyways, I love this thing, and I think this month is gonna be galactic theme because that's their coupon code thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Because every time you sign up, they'll say like ten percent off the first loot crate with this code or whatever. Yeah. And their coupon code is as galactic. So I bet you is it galactic be... or galactus? Galactic. galactic. I was gonna say there's gonna be an, there's gonna end up being Galactus in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you can't <laughs> think of Galactic anything without thinking. Yeah, Galaxus, Silver Surfer, Fantastic Four. Anyways, I love it. I think it's I I I, worth the, it. I think it's worth the money. It is. And like I like how there's always something in there that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, it's everything, exclusive. just about yes. everything in there is collectible. Well, not, well, yeah, everything is, almost everything is collectible, but there's one thing in every box that's guaranteed to be an exclusive. Lim- yeah, limited edition. To loot creators only. I wonder how they get the contract. I don't know. Because they just kind of came out of nowhere, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. I not because I like to, I like having all my makeup subscriptions. I was like, I wonder if it's like a, a geek subscription, because I love nerdy stuff, you know? And I was like, ooh, you know. There's other ones out there, but this to me... Is, More bang for your buck. Well, I mean, you're not going to get like super, super extravagant, extravagant, fifty dollar yeah. figurines and shit, unless you're like. But lucky. you're going to get a good variety <laughs> for what you're paying, you right? Get yeah, a good variety of items. They have, they do a lot of t-shirts. Yeah, they do. Exclusive. And they make the t-shirts, like that jokey t-shirt. I don't think you can buy anymore. I think they made, they make those. Yeah, and I was saying, um, uh, do we have the loot crate box here, don't we? Yeah, the loot crate, the loot crate boxes him. are cool because inside each loot crate box, the heroes one has that too. There's like artwork that somebody went and did like Sharpie and then they copied it and put it on inside all the boxes. Yeah. It's pretty cool, the boxes. I like them. That's cool. So it kind of gives it a personal touch. Yeah. Yes. But anybody who <clears throat> is into like comic books or video, video games, games or even cartoons. Anime. Yeah. Loot crates for you because they have lots of stuff. Yeah, anything that's relatable to geek culture. Yes, yes, that's cool. And you may win the mega. I, I'm like praying to God. That's like the lottery for me. Please let me win one. Come on. <laughs> they should give us a mega crate just for the compensation of losing our freaking box and for the free advertisement we're giving them right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're giving them a free review. So if you go to was it LootCrate.com? Yes. And you decide to sign up down there somewhere say, we heard you on Scene Red. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe we can get a... a more month. publicity. A no, month free. I, I was thinking... No, I was thinking more like an advertising spot. Right. Them. Okay, kids. Uh, this hour has gone by fast. Yes, it certainly has. But I figured 88, we had to cover 1988. And a little bit of 93. A little bit. Who's feeling left out? We had to include him in since he's a showboat. See, I didn't even. I didn't even think about it when I hit (laughs) seventy-seven. It didn't even occur to me. When I think of the seventies, I think of like Dancing Queen and Bell Bottoms and shit. Yeah. 
But disco ball, disco ball. Think of mom's hair back then. <laughs> My mom's had the scariest hair duties. She thought her excuses. Well, you have to realize the time. I was like, I don't give a shit what time it was. That looks horrible. You look like a dead poodle on your damn head. <laughs> oh, with her, oh, her Jerry uh, curl. Yeah. And she had a mullet Jerry curl and a regular oh, mullet. Oh, I seen that at that Knott's Berry Farm. Knott's Berry Farm. That, that was thing? just a mullet. That wasn't a Jerry curl. She did the mullet for a long time. She did this thing where like she had to like put her hair back like this and poof it up because she thought it was the 80s still. And I finally got her out of that. You can tell finally. I'm like, Mom, it's not the 80s. Well, I just can't have flat hair. I'm like, why the hell not? That's in. Chic, slim line hair. But it wasn't a cute pop. No, it, it was, was never. It was like a chola, like 80s metal hair band pop <laughs> thing. Like a poodle ears on the side. You know, it's big ass glasses to go on yeah. top of it. She, she is something else, let me tell you. Well, let me tell you. When yeah. I have kids, they're going to be like, Mom, what the hell are you thinking? Yeah. Like, it was the time. <laughs> it was the times, you have to realize. Well, Jaden's already giving me crap about the mullet picture. <laughs> Dad, what were you thinking? I don't know what he was thinking. I don't understand the mullet. Person, I was going to say something no, about it, but The only person that ever looked good in a mullet was John Stamos on Full House. But you got to think. The time. For me, no. No, it wasn't even about the time. <laughs> it was... 99.9% of the time, it was pulled in the ponytail. Yeah, so you couldn't really tell it was a mullet. Right. And that was kind of it. It, was, is it, all, it all kind of streamlined into the ponytail, and it just looked better. And I, in fact, I was going to wear the ponytail, but mom was like, nah, you know, I had plenty of that. So I ended up pulling it out. But most of the time, I did Mom doesn't even like your ponytail now. She's like, he's a hippie. It's a damn hippie. Are you kidding me? Anything's a hippie. Virgil's husband down, I'm a hippie. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. He goes, you're a hippie with all that weird stuff that you do with your hair and the piercings and tattoos and your brother's a hippie with that ponytail. Everybody thinks that we're hippies. Like, whatever. And you're the one that doesn't bathe. What are you talking about? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> How long do you think my ponytail is? Uh, uh, let me see. Two feet? That's about 18 inches. About 18 inches? Yes. I know my hair extension is about 18 <sighs> inches. Okay. Somebody want to give me a hundred dollars an inch? I'll cut it off next episode, and I'll donate it. But it's eighteen, eighteen hundred bucks. And then his his hair. He's just saying that because he needs an excuse not to cut it because he already told me he was thinking about cutting it off, and I knew he was lying because that was like two or three weeks ago. And every time I ask him about it, he gets a shit grin on his face like he has right now, (laughs) and he's not going to cut it off. But I'll I'll get him when he's sleeping one day. Just wait. No, no. Along along with one of his eyebrows. If someone (laughs) writes in. To seenred at jazelmon.com and they send me a, I will send you money. I think $100 PayPal. an inch is kind of expensive. Let's go 50. 50 this is going to go to a little cancer kid or something. You got to think, you got to go cheaper. Okay. That's $900 right okay. there. Okay, okay. I, I can, okay, 900 bucks. Well, fuck. This is rounded to an even thousand. Because nine is uneven and that doesn't feel right. Okay. So an even thousand dollars. But you can buy per you can buy per inch. But if they do, if they don't buy every single, it's not okay. You can buy per inch, but if all the inches aren't accounted for, then he's not cutting nothing off, and you get your money back. Right. It's yeah. Kind of like Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not shaving my head. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> 
All right, kids, this was a good episode. Um, again, thank you so much to everybody that went out there and put hashtag Canadian Deliverance. Um, we are working diligently to, to give that to you, and hopefully we can get this thing going because it's just it's going to be fun. All right, kids, until next week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rexy Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you weren't down with the 80s, then this episode, you're definitely seeing red. Brother! Oh, yeah! I have nothing. <laughs> Welcome to Seeing Red. Say we didn't warn you.